Welcome to Hear Something, a conversational podcast between three dingus boys, myself, Josh, and my good pals, Jeremy and Mitch. Hear right. something, my boys. Yeah. You hit me with that shit. It's International Women's Day. Happy International what? Women's Day, my dudes. Nice. Say, say Yay. We you just and your wanted, family. We just wanted to give a quick shout out to all women, whether they be national or international. We appreciate all you. <laughs> Oh, it's international. Okay. Women of all nationalities, yes. yes. Black women, brown women, queer women, any woman. No, it's the list stops there. You're right. Okay. All the single ladies. <laughs> Especially, but except for one woman in particular. My mom. Uh, Thanks, mom. All right. I was going to leave the door open for you guys. What was, was that lady? Was Ann that. Rand or whatever her name is. Especially to one woman, Cheryl Crow. Thank you, Cheryl. Cheryl Crow. <laughs> I, was, I was trying to think of an evil woman, and I blanked. So I'm glad you filled that in for me. Oh, medieval woman. Isn't that a song? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I'm not going to stop right there. Because people hate woman. when people sing on podcasts. That no, no, no. no. Podcast. This is now a singing podcast. <laughs> no, 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 no. You're singing. <laughs> I'm CeeLo Josh, and that's the prettiest voice I ever heard. <laughs> and that makes me crazy. Is that, is that how CeeLo Green sounds? He does have a very tiny voice, which okay. I cannot tiny. imitate. T-Rex arms. I'm an CeeLo. Here to sing a song for you. We're not here to make fun of CeeLo. Yeah, this is International Women's Day. CeeLo gets a break. Yeah, we're gonna make fun of Soja Boy. And I was gonna, I was gonna do a disclaimer like any goofs we made, you know, we definitely, definitely respect women. But you know, this is jokes could wait outside for this one. We respect yeah. everyone. Just a quick fact: uh, International Women's Day has actually been going on for a hundred years now. Um, February really? twenty eighth, nineteen oh nine, the now dissolved Socialist Party of America organized the first National hey. Women's Day. Which Look took place on the last Sunday. Shut up, I'm trying to fucking read, Jeremy. Oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Jesus. Which took place on the last Sunday so... of February 19th. You're still going? Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> Clara Zetkin, the leader of Germany's Women's Office for the Socialist Democratic Party, proposed the idea of Global International Women's Day so that people around the world could celebrate at the same time. On March 19th, 1911, the first International Women's Day was held. More than one million people in Germany, Switzerland, Austria, and Denmark took part. Whoa, so wait, you weren't even in the first one? No. Damn. First to the moon, last in International Women's Day. I know. The, the United long, States. Hey, we're finally here. <laughs> we, we made it. <laughs> Looks like we made it. Jeremy, I'm sorry I yelled. But you it's infuriate okay. me, so. Trans women, too. <laughs> <laughs> Trans women, too. I forgot them in my list the first time. Yeah. You're also you're all, you're also doing a great job. I don't know. So, uh, <clears throat> speaking of international things, uh, apparently China is trying to destroy the fucking world in different ways than thought possible. They're, <laughs> trying, to, yeah. they're trying to make a new sun. I've never <laughs> heard about this until today. How about you, boys? I thought they only liked sons. They hated daughters. Ah, oh, come on. Ah, oh, JP. <laughs> <No>? <laughs> I'm gonna let you. I'm gonna let you marinate in that for a second. <laughs> Please do. That was a fucking good one. <laughs> JP's on fire today. <laughs> it's this new whiskey. It's this new whiskey. Yeah, I got a um, new drug. So risky whiskey. A, so what are they trying? So so current current nucle- nuclear power is a uh, fission, correct? Yeah, that, so, and that's that's really what this is. They're striving to harness nuclear fission. It, it's, no, this uh, is fusion, right? Uh, fission, I believe. I thought I thought the sun was fusion. Gone fission, right? No, you're <laughs> right. I'm sorry. You're right. It is fusion. Gone fission. Gone fusion. You're right. Gone fusion. <laughs> So um that's cool. So I'd like I'd like either 
uh, or both of you boys to to explain to me uh, nuclear processes. So fission's when they split the atom. Fusion's okay. when they fuse atoms together. Oh fuck. Yeah. Oh yeah. fuck. So they're putting a bunch of them together to make a sun. <laughs> An artificial sun. A smaller, more oh, Chinese fuck. sun. <laughs> yeah. It's extremely Chinese, the sun they're making. Yes. I wonder if it comes with, like, a fortune. Do you think it has Jean, man. China on the side of it? <laughs> what is wrong with that? That is not yeah, racist. So... You go to a Chinese restaurant in America and do not walk out with a fortune cookie, motherfucker. That's a, that's an American thing. Uh, fortune yeah, fortune cookies are. The, I'm sorry, I didn't realize this uh, podcast wasn't in America. Oh, <laughs> fair enough you got me there <laughs> i'm actually recording from china the sun's re- there's two suns up in the I'm sky right now from the sun it's fucking tattooing <laughs> where listen it's mitch fun. i know you were trying to paint me in a corner as being like uh repressive but uh i cannot speak from the viewpoints of the chinese people i can only speak from my american views so okay would enough. you like me to appropriate Whoa. their culture um no thank you <laughs> i'm just saying bud fortune cookies are an american thing Hey, we're so, all so fiery tonight. How, like how yeah. far how far along are these fellas in this? Uh, Second trimester. They've, they've already done a test, and they got what was a million, 100 million degrees Celsius, which is about seven times hotter than the real sun's ion temperature. That's hot, hot. And the ion temperature is what they're looking for to harness the energy. Because, mm-hmm. let's see, there's two different temperatures that they measure. Um, I like the picture on the article where there's the sun on a light bulb. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's it. That's the one they made. Look at it. A sun in every home. That's it's, a com- it's a complex fluorescent with a uh, nuclear fusion behind it. Dude, if that thing melts down. <laughs> How are they? Here's the thing. How are they fucking containing that? Well, that's the hard part, I believe. Underwater. Right? No, my dick's the hard <laughs> part. Like, how are they making a sun and not melting the planet? <laughs> they, oh, put it, they, put, they put reactors underwater, don't they? No, Brendan Fraser's just holding that shit. Fucking. Yeah. No, he's not even trying. He's not even sweating a little bit. They've got it between Solid Snake's ass cheeks. There you go. Colonel. Colonel. A dummy thick in this artificial sun is making my ass clap. Melting my booty crack. (laughs) I got that butt sweat. Oh, It's giving me swamp ass, Colonel. So this is awesome, though. If it does work, I mean... I know a lot of people are anti-nuclear power because of the shit that's happened. But it's the cleanest, though, isn't it? The pro- the yes. byproducts the issue, old old style. But I think this is clean, right? Does this produce well, like a an... yeah? No, fusion would be better. Um, fission's uh, worse. So yeah, yeah. Fission was like what the uh, nuclear power plants in like Chernobyl and shit were using, right? Where they yeah. would produce like all sorts of nuclear waste and such like that. Yeah, because you're splitting shit, so you end up with shit with waste, right? <laughs> Mm-hmm. So instead of creating, you're breaking down. And um, isn't it a lot, I don't want to say safer, but I'd like to think we've advanced our, our containment technologies in the last like 50 years to the point where I'd be a lot more comfortable with this stuff. I, w- I, is, I still won't build a town around a nuclear reactor like they used to do. It is a lot safer now than it was. I mean, there's a nuclear power plant not far from where we actually live. Um, but, but I mean, if they're building like a miniature fucking sun, I think, <laughs> yeah, I think that might be the one. Out of hand. That might be the one react. Uh, uh, Spider Man Two comes to mind. What we need that's is like Doctor Otto Octavius. That's like on the level of creating a miniature black hole and be like, "Well, I hope it doesn't get out of hand." <laughs> right, right. <laughs> I hope nothing bad happens. It's not. It's not like it's gonna blow up and oh well, just nobody could live in this town for like twenty years. I'm yeah. pretty sure this thing like, goes off like no one's that, that was a solar it. system. <laughs> yeah. So long, human race. That was fun. Yeah, so long it lasted. 
The only thing that would be alive is like Voyager, the only thing we ever created. My two sons sounds like an NBC sitcom where like it would be a <laughs> <laughs> the son of a Nobel Peace Prize winner making his own miniature son on the earth Holy that shit, got out of hand. This is him with his romance. arms. <laughs> My two sons. I could, I could just see see the promo now. It's him with his arms folded, leaning backwards against the sun, looking over his shoulder, smiling. <laughs> exactly. With yeah. a giant sun behind him. That's fucking I, I, crazy, man. You need to call up NBC. This is great. Huh? NBC, huh? Hi, NBC. Hi, Anderson Cooper. Is yes. NBC? <laughs> I don't know. Is that what Anderson Cooper sounds like? Anderson Cooper is yeah. like CNN. Hi, I'm Anderson Cooper. Hi, I'm, I'm Anderson Cooper. It's played by <laughs> Nicholas Cage. Hi, I'm hi, I'm Anderson Cooper, and I'm a huge fucking nerd. I got white yeah. hair, and I'm on the news every I'm night. I'm a huge fucking nerd. <laughs> Anderson Cooper, come on the podcast. Yeah. We want to hear what you really it. sound like, because none of us know, apparently. Hi, I'm Anderson C- Cooper, and a bunch of nerds on a podcast called me a nerd. Stacey oh, you guys are going to feel Cooper. really fucking stupid if he comes on sounding like Nicolas Cage, just saying. <laughs> I will feel very Nicolas stupid. Cage. I work for NBC. <laughs> we need to steal the Declaration of Independence. <laughs> He's gonna Welcome come to and... the nightly news. <laughs> He's finally going to piece together this, the hidden message in each one of the podcasts to figure out where George Washington's space treasure was. Yes, four. Yeah, this week it's four. 62. Oh, oh, four. This week's four. Next week's 62. Shit. Fuck, JB. Mm. God, now we God, God damn it! I gotta go dig it up. Yeah, edit that out. Or Maybe is it things. buried? Mm. <laughs> Maybe it's in the sun in China. Oh shit! I gave it away again. Oh my God! <laughs> Maybe it's in the daughter in China. <laughs> <laughs> the last daughter. Da, 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 da. Where? All right, so yeah. Seamless segue. New leg- uh, Apex <laughs> Legends has a uh, rumor new character. Yeah, what? they fucking do, is bud. It Baptiste? It is. It's Overwatch's <laughs> Baptiste. He's coming to Apex Legends. <laughs> Cross platform. You guys nailed it. And, uh, Jer- okay, hold on. Pause. I don't know what Jeremy snorted today. I'm <laughs> really fucking digging his brand right now. <laughs> I thought you were being episode. sarcastic earlier. I'm assuming you're you're not now. I am definitely I'm defo not. I wasn't okay. earlier either. Okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, so, boys, about about this new Apex Legends legend, I have some good news and some some bad news. Mm-hmm. Um, supposedly, uh, his name's Octane. Give me the fake he's, news first. He's, he's uh, Jeremy. I swear to <laughs> fucking God. <laughs> All right. Go ahead. Um, so supposedly he's releasing in, in just a few days from, from now, that March 12th. His name's uh, Octane. Is he being voiced by Vin Diesel? His name... Both of you. Both of you. <laughs> Stop it. Let it. It's about family. <laughs> oh, God. Um, I have okay. here in my notes, he says it is about family. <laughs> 20 times. So when did, when, did, when, did, when did Apex Legends release? Yesterday. Like three weeks ago. And it has... 50 million. Six Legends? Eight. 50 million legends. <laughs> eight, it has eight legends? Wow, yeah, it's that's eight, pretty right? crazy. Six unlocked, I think so. two premium. It might be ten. No, no, no. I think it's eight. I feel like it's eight. I feel like it was six or eight, so... <clears throat> it's uh, six playable, eight, eight, uh, eight wild, the two locked man. people. Yeah. They're releasing a new character for a free-to-play game. You don't have to pay for this well, character, right? Here's, no, here's you the can bad grind news. out the coins. Huh? Here's the bad news. It's only going to be avail- available through Respawn's Battle Pass, which is through Origin. 
Okay. Uh, so he won't be purchasable with in-game currency. You have to have the battle oh. pass. For now, I assume when the season's ended, he'll be put in with the rest of them. Maybe. That's how these annual battle pass things are. They're treated like seasons. You know well, I mean? these these rumors are saying these rumors are saying he's going to be like the the sort of uh, persuasion nation that's going to be mm-hmm. for the battle pass. Oh. The battle pass, and you get this character. He's going to be the reminder that yes, respawn is owned by EA. Tell me yes. about the pottle the pottle cast the battle the, the battle pass. I'm gonna take I'm gonna take back every every good thing I was saying about. Uh, no, I, that was being. an actual slip up. <laughs> <laughs> is, so tell me is, about the platypus. <laughs> what is the battle pass? Well, we like to refer to him in the science community as God's mistake. <laughs> okay, all right. We're on a roll. Get, get out of here, now. Anderson Cooper. Get out of here, nerd. <laughs> <laughs> This is why we can't have guests on. See, Anderson Cooper finally shows up. And he's a huge fucking nerd, and I hate it. And he's a huge nerd and hates platypi. <laughs> um, so the battle pass, I'm assuming, is you paid fucking $100 a month, and you get some shit in games. Oh, it's a it's a, it's a a um, a service? Yeah. yeah, okay. It's like an annual pass, I'm sure, like a season pass thing. And it's just for Apex Legends? It's, uh, fucking, I guess, yeah. Okay, <laughs> we're gonna say yes, definitely it is. Um, also, I have in my notes here that Octane is a Borderlands-looking motherfucker. I should have put the link so you guys could see oh, it. Shit. No, I, I, I saw him, you're right. And oh, that's yeah. a lot of what the internet's saying about him. I don't know, so, yeah. I could see him fitting in. I heard I heard some of his abilities were kind of wild. Like What's his abilities? Uh, is there a Molotov? Remember correct? I mean, in. this oh. shit's all rumor, so I mean, take it with a grain of salt. But I think one of them is like he gets a 30% speed boost at the cost of 10% health. His passive is he heals over time to kind of counter that. And uh, I want to say his ultimate ability is like he puts down like a bounce pad or some shit like that. Hmm. He looks that like doesn't match rat. with his name at all. Well, the speed boost. Uh, I would have expected like Molotovs. That would have been butane, I suppose. Though. Right. And again, this this shit may all just be an elaborate hoax. Actually, while we're on the subject of leaks, did you know somebody actually leaked Apex Legends a year ago, but nobody believed them? <laughs> I believe them. I swear to fucking god, they found like, really? the original Reddit post, and he had the exact map layout and the 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 designer names of the different areas, huh. and a lot of the names stayed the same, like Hydro Dam and, and Water Treatment. That's and crazy. Skull. I wish they had more than one map. That's like my big thing about Apex. They Legends. will. They will. If you'll notice, they they named the map, which means there will be more maps. Yeah, like well, when I mean, you're loading, God into named it. the Earth, but no, yeah. okay. <laughs> Uh, yeah, but he does look exactly like Junkrat with a helmet on, um, in my opinion. It's the new premium Junkrat skin, Octane. Yeah. Octane. Bloptane. Leading the way. So anyway, yeah, he's being added. Can't buy him, though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you can play against him. Hopefully he's not OP and they're just like, haha, you must pay to win the match, my friend. I hope, I hope they don't do the thing where it's like, you know... If you have battle pass, you get this one. If you get premium battle pass, you get every character for a month. If you have <laughs> you deluxe battle ones. pass. Yeah, I hope they don't. It's uh, like, well, it's the release EA. schedule. What was it? No, that was Battlefield Five. Or release schedule was all like, if if you were born on the second in a month, it gets released for you this day. If you yeah, have like, nine toes, it gets released for you this day. If your mother's maiden name is Mildred, then you get it on this day. <laughs> Why does my mom have a first name for her maiden name? <laughs> Mildred, Mildred. No question. It's awful. She's from the motherland. I don't know. <laughs> I'd like is. to give Respawn the benefit of the doubt, the way they handled Apex so far, and keeping EA at bay. 
but they the have other, their overlords to answer to. But they do have a lot of push with all the users they have. So maybe so. yeah. But then that's the other side too is that this is the best thing EA has going for them. So now all of EA's attention is probably focused on them, like sales division wise. We need more money. Exactly. We need Give us more the money. money. Give us the money, Lebowski. <laughs> oh, fuck yours up. So. Get into your emotions. We'll see how it goes. And we'll also, the other the other thing I'm curious to see is how they're going to keep this balance going. Because, like, no one character is really overpowered or underpowered. Mm. They are just good in different situations. So Yeah, I think that's because their abilities are pretty mundane, in my opinion. And that's what keeps it that well, way. Well, they're tactical advantages as opposed to, like... I mean, even even the ones that are like just combat, like uh, direct combat ones, like the airstrikes. Yeah. Uh, what's his face? Uh, big boy, Chungus. What's yep, his actual I know name? Exactly. Gibraltar. <laughs> Gibraltar. Like his, his defensive strike doesn't do a whole lot of damage. Um, Bangalore's does a decent amount of damage, but it takes so long to go off; it's easy to escape. So yeah. I just we'll realized they named him after the rock. I just realized that. You don't get it? A rocket Gibraltar? <laughs> <laughs> okay. I just wanted to give you that silence. Great podcast, yeah, guys. <laughs> uh, I'll see you tomorrow. <laughs> so, um, Did you guys ever play Dirty Bomb? Negative. Mm, yes. like, it was like yes. a... Yeah, I think you and I played it together, yeah, I played Josh, with you, but... and, you and Cameron. Um, man, I keep thinking about that game with all like, like Overwatch and fucking destiny and apex and all those like character ability based shooters but Dirty that, Bomb, that Dirty one, Bomb nailed it that was a free-to-play shooter done wrong though everything was so heavily monetized it really felt, i really liked that game oof. i like the gameplay fine but i felt like the uh the ramp up in that game and progression was just like running uphill through quicksand no uh, unless I you're paying i don't feel it. that at all i i feel like i did fine Maybe you're more satisfied with the base stuff that you actually get than Probably. I was. I don't know. Like I, I, I unlocked plenty of characters just fine just playing the game. They released mm-hmm. new content fairly regularly. Every new character they released was unique and, and changed the game in some way without being super overpowered. I don't think they had to do any like hot fixes or character balancing with anybody. What was the pedigree with Dirty Bomb? Who who put that game out? Because I remember it coming from a pretty. Uh... Uh, let's see. It was Splash Damage. Where do those guys hmm. come from? And they did... I've heard of them before. They're London. They yeah, did, a, they did an did old Brink, 2000... Huh? Yeah, Brink, and they did an I old 2003 so. Wolfenstein. Yeah, they yeah. did do Brink. Oh, fucking Brink. Remember how excited you were for Brink? And how much still, you guys I, tried to convince I, me to buy it? I, I'm still excited for Brink. I, just, I was like, I, it was good. Hey, this year is going to be Brink's year. I was <laughs> excited for what Brink said it was going to be. Oh. Yeah. But then early, early gameplay uh, reviews were just like, nah. <laughs> to be fair, to be fair, it was a lot of um, journalism sites saying that like it's like Mirror's Edge for shooters, yeah. and it wasn't. It wasn't Brink itself saying we're gonna be this. It no, it so was good. Brink itself saying that. Was it Brink itself? I don't know. Dude, they had an entire uh, vid doc about the manling system and all that. And you know what? Nice. Now that I think about it, everything that game promised is just Apex now. Yeah. Well, like, <laughs> eh. Yeah. Maybe, the slide uh, jumping and, and manling and shit like that? Well, they did put that in Brink. That was in Brink. The problem with Brink was that it was, there was nothing to do. Like, it was just the most boring game modes ever. But you could slide no lines. Yeah, it was a cart slide. push versus AI. That's it. Yeah. That's the only game mode. There was no story mode, and it was 
it was pvp but it was the same maps over and over again the same ones from the single player it was just boring i did like the masks the masks were cool <clears throat> yeah the character customization was awesome the running was awesome even the gunplay was okay but man it just had nothing else to go i over. think it was just a game ahead of its time because everything you just said about that game was guffawed like five years ago but that is also yeah. every shooter coming out now like multiplayer yeah, no. only one game game mode at the start and Maybe so you know, if they if they had like a bigger push and a bigger player base to where they could have developed over time, but studios just weren't set up that way back then. Yeah, they also the the the, the, the like the strategy stuff behind the single player. I mean, the multiplayer really wasn't that great. Like it was just a bunch of corridors, and you kind of just got bottlenecked. Yeah, so like map was design like wasn't well balanced. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But so yeah. so 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 this this character came out. Let's say a month after this game came out, you think that they're gonna stick to the schedule? Is that like? The thing they want to do is like a character a month. That's, that's their insane. roadmap, I think. Yeah, they have that's a rough. yearly roadmap with this, which is <clears throat> ambitious. And do you I want to say like one new weapon, this? one new character each month. You think they can keep doing this with the paddle pass? Yeah, that, I mean, I'm sure they yeah. they planned this shit out like like seven months ago. I'm really curious about how much the battle pass is. I want to look it up, but um, I really who is it? Vince Vince uh, Zappella. Is the uh, the lead at, at respawn? I don't Probably. know. He seems real fucking down to earth. And again, this is this goes back to like a couple of weeks ago. Like, how do you fucking go to EA and tell them not to promote your game and let you stealth release it? You know, it, it seems like he's got some sort of sway over there. Especially considering their one game that they did under the EA banner was Titanfall Two, and it didn't really yeah. sell great numbers because uh, EA gave him a shit release. But hmm. so I mean, now he's actually got some leverage. Yeah. So hopefully he keeps the, the, the ship pointed in the right direction, doesn't let EA stick their fingers too fucking much in the pie. But again, they are the parent, they are the publisher, so. Well, I can't find anything that tells me how much. Oh, $950? Right. $9.50? Okay. Do you tell me about those knuckle busters? Oh, that's my knuckle busters, sir. No, I'm, I'm going to tell, tell you about them. About so, uh, <laughs> no. It, it's Sonic's Red Friend. Uh, here, here's, <laughs> oh, I was going to make that joke. No. Here's something about Sonic's Red quicker Friend. than that. So you know about you boys it's know about penis. The, you know you guys know about how about his penis. You guys know about his uh the the valve the valve vive right the VR set. What's valve? No, no, Tick you're not. <laughs> <laughs> Here's something. Valve has released the <laughs> knuckles controllers for the vive. <laughs> They're released. Or are they still in dev? Uh, I mean, there's companies that have them. Companies that are working on stuff. So I'm assuming they're so like, dev units. Yeah, they're dev units. But they're pretty awesome. Um, so I was so I started. I don't know. I found this video of the Boneworks game. I don't know if you guys ever heard of that, Mm-mm. but it's these guys that are releasing like this, like basically like a VR sandbox where you can like play with guns. You can jump around and do all kind of stuff with the can physics. You work on bones. You, there's there's millions. Of bo- there's an entire bone yard um, that you can go into. Gross. And, and so the little uh, little like preview gif that I see is a guy jacking off a crowbar. Is that something you're into, JP? Yes, that is definitely what I'm into, and that is the the best part of that game. No, does so, the crowbar ever come? So let's talk about him, jacking Jeremy. Off does the crowbar. the crowbar ever come? It depends how long you have to jack it off. I mean, it takes a long okay. time. That's not what uh, asking. <laughs> asking. I guess if it that does. particular crowbar. In- inevitably, it will. It just takes a long time. Okay. So, it's still so a love story in the Twilight. <laughs> so the 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 knuckles they grip on your hand. You slide your hand. I mean, you, you probably see the picture on the on the um, thingamajig the website. You slide your hand into the area between the handle and the that grip that goes around your knuckles, 
And so it holds the controller even if you have your hands open. And then when you grip on the controller, it detects the grip of each of your fingers around the controller with pressure. So you can hold the, your left hand really tough on like a, um, a crowbar and your right hand really loosely. And so your hand will slide when you swing it. Like how you, I guess, how you use a sledgehammer. So this is, this is the problem I have with VR right now is they keep coming out with all this like really specific technology. Well, this isn't uh, like, like super specific. I mean, this is, we need I a mean, way. It's, it's changing the way you, you do things with your hands in VR. But the one yes. thing that is missing from VR is like the movement. VR treadmills would actually oh, open up the game for good development. They can't. Hand tracking is the way they're going right now because it is the uh, way to. Man, Mitch, have you ever played like in VR? Yeah, a little bit. It was pretty underwhelming. What did you, uh, well, we'll get into that later. What about yeah. you, Omega? <laughs> yeah, I've done it before, and I loved it. Like, I think that, especially with the Vive, like, there's just, it's crazy, the stuff you can do. So, like, the thing about, uh, the immersion really hits you in those games is whenever you're doing things with your hands, and you don't realize you're holding controllers. And that's what they're striving for right now. The movement thing is still going to be a crapshoot, I feel like, for a long time because of the motion sickness issue. It's the hardware. Well, it's the hardware, too, to have, like, a treadmill. I mean, no one's going to be able to purchase that. Right. So the big thing right now is to be able to use your hands. Like I remember I did one where they, they had to put like little rings on each of your fingers to track your fingers. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was like super a long time ago. And, but that was pretty glitchy. Like sometimes my hand would just spin around on the game. Like blah, 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 like my, my, my forearm was just snapping. And see, this uh, is, this is a Vive's response to uh, the Oculus Rift's touch controllers. Cause the Vive originally just had like a stick with a hoop at the end of it, and that was yes. the controller. And people liked yes. it at the beginning because it was responsive and it tracked well. Yes. But then the touch controller came out, which like uh, used IR sensors to track individual finger finger movements. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And people love that one better, and it was more comfortable. So now yeah. this is kind of their response to that, like full hand each individual finger. Like, it's crazy track. how it reads the pressure. That's what's insane to me. Like, yeah, to like be able to swing a sledgehammer with an actual movement that you would swing a sledgehammer and, like, loosening that hand that's moving to create that pendulum action, you know? You like, just want to off Amazing. I just fucking love sledgehammers. Um, <laughs> you really love sledgehammers. <laughs> but I wonder really what they... Because awesome. this, like, for, for simulation games, which I know is already a pretty big part of VR... That'll be yes. pretty neat, like car simulators, and you could play the piano. Yeah, oh, turn turn in the steering wheel, like with this, wouldn't yeah. that be awesome? That you could grip and let go of the steering wheel and let it like slide between your fingers like, and stuff. Or like flight simulators, even. I know we just yeah. talked about motion sickness, but flight simulators would be cool. But just being able to like fully open your hand and not have the controller fall off is, is yes. just fucking huge. Well, so they said the the big deal with it is throwing objects because it's yeah. so yeah. hard to know when to let something go unless your brain's there to register like this is when I should let it go and so your hands just open up and so the guy was like pulling out like uh knives at the target and like flicking it from his left hand to his right hand and then throwing mm-hmm. it like it was pretty crazy they also in that game they put like a force pull thing so if you hit a button like it would just fly to your hand you catch it <laughs> I saw cool. I saw yeah. another company was tackling like the the tactile feedback issue with gloves that had a uh, like bands on the top of the fingers Oh, that yeah. would stop when the game sensed that you were touching an object. It would fe- it would tell the glove that, yeah. so it would pull back on your finger to stop your finger from closing. And so it felt like if you were holding a ball, the glove would stop in a way that each of your fingers like stopped at different distances. Form around that sphere, yeah. To form around that sphere, yeah. 
Yeah, that's cool. That's a lot of technology, though, in that. I mean, I'm sure this has a lot of technology, too, but, mm-hmm. um, man, that, it's cool. I mean, I, I wish I would be able to try one of these. Like, they just seem so awesome. I really just want to, like, play that game, too, because it looks so much fun. Like, it's I don't like know. Dev Kit uh, V3 right now on Knuckles. They've been, t- they've been at Knuckles for a while. Yeah, it looks so good. I can't wait till this stuff gets affordable to where uh, someone with very little pay can afford Because <laughs> 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 uh, that's what I need. But yeah, I think it's really awesome. I'm looking forward to when this actually comes out and be able to try it somewhere. Um, Boneworks looks like an amazing game. Like, I mean, I know it's not much. It's just kind of a playground and a sandbox, but it just looks really awesome. Like, it's like that's what uh, uh, Hot Dogs, Horseshoes, and hands grenade- Hand Grenades is right now for the current VR technology. So just like a sandbox, you can do whatever. A lot yeah. of guns. Yeah, a lot of guns. I'm waiting for like yeah. Gorm and what is it, Sword and Sorcery or whatever to come yeah. to PSVR. Mm. Those ones where you just uh, you're like fighting in an arena and it's just like a, a physics travesty. Against yeah, the people well, you're going against. So they did a really big deal with the physics on this game, the Boneworks game, and they also they model your entire character all the time. So that way, when you because they have melee weapons too, and to model where the arms and the hands will swing with the weapon, they have to model your entire character. So you actually have to put in your height and stuff like that. Oh uh-huh, no game. way! I yeah, think a few games well. do that. Yeah. yeah look, uh, what's that? What's that? Is it? Uh, I want to say Darwin. It's that that first person shooter game where you could like pull the other players clips out of his gun and stuff like that oh yeah yeah, yeah. you know what yeah. i'm talking about mm-hmm. onward about. is that it i don't know I what it's think. called but uh yeah like if you uh like it models your character but whenever you take off the the helmet and stuff like the game just bugs out that character model because it doesn't know what to do <laughs> it's like your character's head implodes heard it here first the nsa is gonna steal your height yeah <clears throat> they're looking to get your height watch yep. out guys Watch that, they're going to steal it. <laughs> Chinese hackbots are taking your height to make a more efficient, smaller Chinese son. <laughs> all they have to do is go on dating sites, they'll get everyone's height. That's what all people put on there. Nah, everybody lies about that. You can't use that. <laughs> yeah, I put on mine and I'm nine foot tall, so. According to my Tinder profile pocket snack, I'm seven foot five. <laughs> I'm a giant. I'm nine, nine feet foot tall, tall, made of diamonds. Yeah, nine feet tall, <laughs> 50 pounds. Come at me. I flew to space just to punch God. <laughs> just to punch Uranus. You just got to get past the dome. Yes. Yeah. Oh, God. We're going back to flat Earth. Let's not go there. <laughs> oh, my God. I got out of hand last. last not go, not go last what? Time. Not go back to facts? No. Let's step, let's step All right. away. All right. Break it up, you two. <laughs> so, speaking of... Uh, I remember uh, we started off on this tangent talking about Octane. So, yes. Mitch, you got uh, tell me another about Take Two. Mitch, go ahead and tell me about another one of EA's properties. What? what is... Bio- Bioware. Bioware. So here's something, boys. Uh, <laughs> Bioware's veteran Aaron. <laughs> <laughs> this one I don't even try and segue like, anymore. Uh, so Bioware's. Uh, a veteran developer Aaron Flynn. He was the the development supervisor on Mass Effect and Dra- Dragon Age franchises. Uh, he's okay. back. He's he's, he's back. joined a company. He's joined a company called Improbable, who did a, a a very recent game called Worlds Adrift, which I've seen a little bit on, and hmm. another one called Lazarus, which I haven't seen anything on. Um, Wait, Worlds Adrift. Very proud of you, Aaron. Is that the one you're excited about, Jeremy? What? 
Oh no, I'm thinking of outer outer worlds. Yeah, know. outer worlds. That's what my mom rock hard for. Yeah. I'm sorry. So he he left Bioware, started or joined a different company, and that company is now bought out by EA. Well, he he left Bioware in 2017, uh-huh. which I think that was right after Andromeda released. Ooh, I don't know, but let's say it, it is definitely that. Yes, I am right. <laughs> Um, don't fact check. We're always right. Yeah, we're always right. It's our podcast. Fuck them. Snopes Snopes is always wrong. So he just came back to Bioware. No, no, he joined Improbable, which before it was a it was just a games tech company, and now they're making Uh games. And I see Worlds Adrift um, advertised on my on my Steam a lot. (laughs) It's like a it's like an open world. You get you and your friends together and explore explore Worlds Adrift. That's floating islands. Yeah. Floating islands, you fly in ships. I think I've heard of that. Yeah. That's awesome. Oh, so when you say he's back, <laughs> you just mean he's back to making games. Yeah. I thought you meant he was back with EA. No, he exists oh, once again. I was going to feel really sorry for him. <laughs> <laughs> back into the fire. He's back. He lost his house and wife, and now he's back with EA. Yeah. That's good news. At least yeah. good, good games are happening other places. It's good to see veterans who make great games go into these smaller companies and hopefully have the opportunity to make more great games. Yeah, it's good. It's good to see veterans. It's good. To and see I, them. I have it here in my notes. Uh, Bioware is crumbling like a pathetic <laughs> sand in between our fingers after Anthem, but there is still a future for the people that made the company great in the first place. So I'm proud of you, Aaron. That's good. Yeah. yeah. So let's talk about Anthem. <laughs> oh yeah, you ready? Is it that time of week already? Yeah. I'm trying to think of something clever to say to Lisa and Blank and Boys. I'm so sorry. I heard it, I heard it sucked. Um, yeah, no, it's pretty crazy that how bad Anthem did. Um, Anthem trash fire update. I thought it was going to be bad, but holy shit, it's bad. <laughs> like, you know, I, I know we got uh, one friend in particular who's a, I won't say defender, but uh, an enjoyer of that game, despite all really? odds. Really? Well, yeah. no, no, I think... He said it before. It's a bad game, but he enjoys playing it. Yeah, that's what I said. Not defender. Yeah, okay, enjoyer okay. of the game because I stopped funny. myself. Um, I don't like shitting on Anthem mainly because I'm just I'm very disappointed in it because I wanted it to be so good. Yeah, e- even yeah, realizing that the Bioware that everybody thinks of when they think the name Bioware is long gone. Yeah, I really that's wanted, sad though. I really wanted it to be. good. I just I don't get how. They monumentally fucked up, boys. Like there are games that there are games that have been rushed before, and they've they've gotten back on pace. There are games that have been sloppily thrown together before. This game is literally breaking machines. (laughs) (laughs) I heard about that. Yeah, yeah. Not sure if I said this on on the podcast. PS4 giving refunds, no questions asked, to any purchases of Anthem. Really. Yes, because it there's a fatal uh, crash error. Anytime you try and close out that game, it hard crashes your PS4 to where you have to rebuild the memory. Yeah, you could reboot. You could do a hard reboot or something like that, and it'll it'll fix it. But yeah, but there's always a chance it can corrupt your, your save data or your profile data. Oh really? Oh, to, wow, yeah. that'd be shit. Um, yeah, it's pretty wild. I it, it feels like it really feels like they put the B team on this after it released because they knew it was gonna be shit. I feel like Bioware's were... all B team now, though. It's Maybe that's what it is. I felt like they took the people that were good and like said, "Okay, you're gonna, we're gonna get you away from this dumpster fire and put you on some other stuff." And then the other people were just like, "Oh shit, oh shit, Larry, we're fucked." 
Um, no, we if don't the know team that do. was good was on this game to begin with, it wouldn't be this bad. Well, no, it seems like a really great concept at the beginning, but it feels like they just got horribly, they went horribly wrong at some point with their project management or something, and then they couldn't recover. You know a, what this seems like? I, I think I think you're right, because there are little bits of the story that are kind of promising, like the whole the whole thing in Anthem. I don't know. Yeah. I'm not going to get into the story beats now, but yeah. I mean, look it up. There, there are some interesting ideas there that, from what I've read in the reviews, never get fully fleshed out or explained in any sort of meaningful way. Mm-hmm. It feels like these are things that were on, like... Uh, I forget what they call it, but you know how like game development companies, they have pitches for games in the works, like sometimes like seven or eight years before games even started on. Yeah, those storyboard shit and they have to develop. Yeah, it takes Right. Uh, this sounds like a pitch that was developed in Bioware, like that's just been on, on mothballs just waiting for the right opportunity. And EA like chose it. Yeah. That's wild, uh, man. But uh, dude, this is 100%. It reeks of EA. This is it's it's beyond a pattern now. It's habitual. They've done this with every major like uh, developer they've acquired. They can still do it and still sell millions of units. Yeah, and they don't give a shit about the legacy of the company. No, oh, how many how many how many sales do you think they have for Anthem? I mean, does anybody know? I don't know. I don't think it. I don't think it did nearly as well. Even by we're not gonna look it up. Um, okay, I just heard right. you trying to look it up. <laughs> I did look it up. <laughs> I'm leaving uh, that up. This is number of players. God, punishment. Damn, internet, give me the good shit. All right, whatever. They sold. Uh, they sold five trillion. Um, so, I, I I really think it's like a like you know how companies will do like how much of a loss we're gonna take and how much money we're gonna make, how much revenue we're gonna make versus how much cost we put in, right? Yeah. Um, I feel like there's a tipping point where they're just like, well, this game is fucked. We're going to put in way more man hours to try to fix it. So let's just release it. We'll sell stuff because of the hype and we'll at least make something. We'll cut our losses. And I feel like that's what they did with Anthem. Yeah. Uh, it's again, the, that's what they I did with Mass Effect Andromeda. I don't know. Cause it's like, they have no support. Like they haven't tried to fix anything. It feels like they're just kind of like, eh, fuck it. <laughs> and you know what? The success of Apex has made that even worse because now they have something that's generating revenue for them. They've got no reason to stick with Anthem long term, like they said they no. were gonna do. Like again, I, I it it blows my mind. Like they had time; it was teased first by like two, three years ago, and even with EA deadlines, I don't get how you release a game that broken. It's like they tried to to put so many things in the game to grab attention and didn't pay any attention to how mechanically smooth it was. Yeah, like everything just seems so half-hearted and. I think it was just homogenized to the point where it was just, like, so fucking bland. Like, the world isn't fun to fly around in because it all looks the same. Again, yeah. I've, I've only played a little bit, and a lot of this is from reviews I've read. Like, all the all the NPCs you talk to are just, like, bad characters of better game characters. And, like, nothing stands out in the game except for the flying, and you get punished for using it with a fucking heat gauge. Yeah. I watched a little bit of the story too, and they they tried to do this um, this sort of like myth based world where like there were fantasy elements in it, but like what what does that matter if <laughs> if no one is playing for the story? If, like, yeah, yeah. What does the story matter? No one's actually paying yeah. attention to the story. And yeah. even then, it's like it's like they they brought up this really cool concept for the story, and then just like didn't try for the rest of it. And then they don't even randomize the 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 tiers of loot. Yeah. Really. It's, yeah, each the tier of loot is is ranked by your level. 
So you don't start getting like higher tier loot until a certain level, and then that unlocks a new tier of loot once you get to another certain level. So it's like you won't you won't get legendaries until you're like level thirty. Oh, you mean the did actual hear... rarity? That's crazy. Yeah, that's okay. what I mean. Did you guys hear what they did with legendaries? So they're, they had their to buff stats. Them, right? No, their stats. Well, I guess maybe they did. I I would hope so. After what I'm about to say, so their their stats are randomized starting from zero, not starting from your your current level or like a, a <laughs> tier of power. They start from zero, so you can get the best gun with the best like um, I guess I don't know what like elemental or like effects, yeah, uh, like status upgrades, but and like, have zero damage. It'd be like plus zero damage. <laughs> yeah, seriously. So you could drop all the way down. You could grind for this one legendary and drop all the way down to power. So it's unusable. How do you make a, a loot shooter and fuck up the loot? That's bad yeah, programming. It's, that's, it's, that's, that's, that's fucking, that's it's bad a bad concept. It's bad programming. It's bad, like, uh, it's like nobody paid attention to the most important parts of a loot and shoot. That shouldn't be that hard of a fix. Like, that should be something they should be able to fix. Like, See, to me, patch. this is like a, this is a Frankenstein game. I get... That team had no idea what they were doing. Every game when it comes to every loot shooting, I mean, look at game. at this point. I feel like. So, <laughs> but I mean, look at every game that's come out under the Bioware banner. I know. Who fucking decided to make a loot shooter over there? Not Bioware. I guarantee that. It's, I'm t- like they're trying. To I guarantee EA was like, up. you know what, loot shooter's hot. Why don't you make a the space game you guys well, are working on? Make it a loot playing, shooter. They've been working on this for six years, right? Where loot shooters hot back then. By like a Borderlands, I mean oh, okay. Borderlands yeah, yeah. Destiny One. Yeah, but okay, not, yeah, not yeah. but I mean, still, I mean, they could have made like a, a nice sci sci fi shooter game and not included randomized loot elements and shit like that. It just yeah. seems so. It seems so shoehorned in and half assed yeah. that it, it doesn't even work. It's like it's like they they were they were like <laughs> brainstorming and everybody just threw out concepts and they ran with every <laughs> single one of them. <laughs> It's no, it's like, like it's like EA pulled up an NPD chart and looked at the top charting shooter games and pointed to like three of them and said, "Make make these games." Yeah, but make it in one. It's sad, man. There's so many cool concepts in that game where if one of those concepts were fleshed out itself into a full game, it would be great. But yeah. instead, they ran with so many of them at the same time, and they fucking tripped on their own shoelaces because of it. Yeah, the heavily like the heavily armored mech suit is like how I picture, I want my character to look in every loot shooter ever. <laughs> and yeah. I wish that the game was good so I could be that person. But, man. <laughs> I wish that game was good so I could be that person in real life. <laughs> I don't know how they're connected. <laughs> That's all I want to do, man. Oh, God. Um. So, yeah, it's sad. I'm sad about it. Again, yeah. I hate to keep trashing on it because, uh, dude, I wanted it to be good for so many reasons. Oh. It looked like it was going to be great. It looked like it was Destiny 2, but how I wanted Destiny 2 to be. It had a very strong showing at E3, and I was very excited for it. Yeah, and that goes back to what I said last week, and like they, they, they tested it on computers that they knew worked. They wanted to make sure testing went well, and then they didn't pay attention to the average. <laughs> That's funny. Okay. Gee, there's a glitch you could do to, like, um, you could switch suits. And still retain that that previous suit's abilities on top of your new of suit's abilities. Of course, so there can, is. So you can Why stack like other be? suit's abilities together. Why wouldn't there be that option in the game? <laughs> and here's the thing: okay, people are, are taking advantage of like loot exploits and stuff like that. Those people are getting fucking banned. Yeah, and if you were getting banned, that shit sucks. I heard that's the guy for the game being taking advantage shit. of the broken ass game. So the people trying to have fun with the game are the ones being punished. That's that sort of thing should be taken care of during <laughs> testing. 
Yeah. And it got released in that state, and then they're banning people for testing it for them and troubleshooting the game yeah. for them. Think about like, it. At this point in the game, the people still sticking with this game and still doing shit like that are your most passionate fan base. The people yeah. you need to champion your game. And yeah. this is how you thank them. I watched a streamer who was in a he was in a a, a, a isolated server, so it was just him in the server and he was like trying to 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 do like bug runs. He was trying to find bugs so he could bug report. And EA sent him an email, or Bioware sent him an email saying, "If you keep doing this on stream, we're gonna like remove your your, uh, <laughs> your basically your like your your game ownership." Because it was and bad he, PR for them. He wasn't playing the game with anybody else. He was just trying to do bug reports, and they were like, "Fuck you, dude." Fuck you. Sebastian. This game is good. They're like, it's like, fuck. I'm so sad about it. Man, it's just bad. It's bad business. That's what it is. It's yeah. just it. Well, Hey, it might be good business for them, but it's bad business <laughs> for the gaming world. That's what it is. Uh, but hey, uh, hey, Aaron Flynn, go. Uh, Aaron Flynn, you did go good. Make, go make impossible, great, impossibly great things that are Imp- improbable. Improbable. Oh, okay, you're on a tangent there. Okay, <laughs> yeah. Um, I guess in lighter news, uh, let's talk about March releases, my boys. Yeah, G Man, I know you got one. You're playing. Oh, not yet, but I'm super pumped <laughs> to get into it. What are you playing? Double May Cry 5. Oh, yeah, man. dude. So have you played the other DMC games? Boy, you best fucking believe I've played fucking every hey, DMC right. game, dude. Tell I me about believe it. it. Alright, it is it is every it is great for all the same reasons I love Metal Gear Solid. It's just unapologetically fucking stupid and <laughs> wacky. Yeah. But it it's it's that if you just barf neon and acid all over it. Mm-hmm. Like it is it, it's just crazy action. Make the double like cry. ridiculous story. It, it's like uh, just you remember like the stories you'd make up playing with action figures as like a, a little kid and stuff yep. like that and everything was so outlandish <laughs> you didn't worry about things like physics or reality and shit like that now imagine somebody turned that imaginative playtime into video games and that's what you have i like the stupidest shit one of dante's uh weapons in this game is a motorcycle that he breaks apart into two pieces and uses each wheel like his chainsaws I love. <laughs> How would the front wheel be? Pa- okay, never mind. Do, love- do, 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 you're already asking too many questions. <laughs> I know. <laughs> there was, it was the, uh, it was either DMC two or three. Like he had an electric guitar as a weapon, and it would shoot out like sonic sound waves. Like this game is just like fucking. Like, it's like they, had they, had a, 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 they had a dartboard full of badass <laughs> things, and they threw a dart at it, and it was like, yeah. all right, this is going in the game. That's cool. I, I love hack I and like slash games. Yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, no. You go ahead. Go, 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 man. I'll go ahead because I... I'm not done talking. <laughs> 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 you made soapbox, <laughs> But a good time this way. I'm sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> I was going to say, <laughs> I love hack and slash games as it is. Something about Devil May Cry in particular, though, is like just fucking stupid weapons, a stupid world, and every character is like a sultry teenager. Yeah. <laughs> Their their unlimited power is just oh it's so unlimited good because you know why there's like three playable characters like a ridiculous combo system like forty different fucking guns and zero fucks yeah like this game just <laughs> any idea they have they go for it and they go for it hard and JB when when he bucks. said you were when he said you were thinking too much about it if you play the game there's too much going on to think about that shit mm. And by the time you're done playing it, your brain is so fried from all that's gone on that you don't want to think about it. I think I played the first one for a while. It's not really my cup of tea. I don't know. I don't really like those those, those beat 'em up games that much. Yeah, I mean yeah. they've gotten a lot more refined through the uh, over the uh, games and stuff like that, where like combos matter a little bit more. Different enemy types are more vulnerable to this, and you know, mm-hmm. 
it's just man it's just such a good game i'm so excited to start playing five my dudes <laughs> like i just you shouldn't have reminded me because now i want to end this podcast as soon That's as all possible I want to play. <laughs> um so the next one up that i'm excited about is sekiro shadows died twice from the developers from software they did the souls game and bloodborne oh cool how many of any, the uh, souls games have you dipped into uh one and two i haven't played three yet i'm i'm very scared about three and i want very badly to be too badly to play bloodborne but I'm excited for Sekiro. It seems like they, they focused a little more on world building and uh, traversal instead of like slow, methodical combat. Now, world building, I'm interested to see that because world building to them has always been like hints of story, like yeah. teasing at, at some some things happening. I guess more deliberately telling cause, the story. Because uh, up until like all, all in the Souls games, a lot of the story came through uh, just like vague dialogue. Uh-huh. It seems like this game, they're trying to do it more visually. You walk into an area and it tells a story. Or you hmm. see a character and they tell a story. It's no, very fun. Cool. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Which I'm very excited about. And like all the all the bosses that have been teased look fucking great. They look like neo-bosses on, on crack cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> Come try some crack! And like that, that sort of... Uh, that's the first that's, boss. <laughs> yeah. That sort of game has always interested me so much, but it's always seems so inaccessible. Yeah, and this this one it seems like they they want everybody to play it and have a good time, and it just look it looks fucking wild. I'm really excited about it. Did I tell you why I'm pumped? Uh, I've tried like the Souls games over time, and I'll be honest, I I I can appreciate them. Yeah, I've never really finished a Souls game. Bloodborne, fucking hooked from like start is, to finish. Yeah, something about that like uh, I just I'm you like that world. In, huh? in the, yeah, I'm not huge in the medieval settings anymore. No. Like, I'm kind of over it. Like, I've I've gone through Dragon Age and stuff like that, but that was because they've had like good story and good characters that I kind of wanted to see it through. But I'm really over the medieval theme. Yeah, and like Bloodborne was just so fucking cool. It was like a uh, what, what, what's that style of a uh, writing like with Cthulhu? Lovecraftian. And stuff like, yeah, uh, it was very yeah. Lovecraftian horror and medieval England and stuff. Not medieval England, like, like uh, Victorian, Victorian huh? England. It seems like. Because um, Dark Souls has pretty grounded fantasy, it seems like Bloodborne. They fucking ramped it up with no apologies. <laughs> they didn't you, even think about it. Do you know the fucking? Okay, I'm sorry. To, I'm sorry to divert your uh, point here. Going on with March releases, we've got to talk about the story in Bloodborne because it is fucking bananas. Okay, let's talk about it off the off the S B Kisses. <laughs> yes, I didn't. Takes place in I Mississippi. Didn't <laughs> Jackson, Mississippi. Um, no, so the first like four or five hours you're playing the game, you think you're playing just like a, a Victorian England like hunter story with like werewolves and, and vampires and shit like that. Mm, tell me more. So yeah, like you're going through the game. Everybody refers to you as the hunter because yes. and you're fighting the all these like yeah, you're fighting all these like deranged like civilian people and stuff like that, like giant rat monsters and stuff like like again very victorian england like uh like old horror tales you know mm-hmm. like giant wolves and shit like that and as you're progressing through the game you're gathering what's called insight and once you hit a certain level of insight the veil drops oh, and shit. the veil is what the the giant cthulhu space monsters have uh like kind of casted like a hypnosis over the town and they're they're projecting things that the town how do i put this they all right, so the townspeople would see these giant monsters and shit like that, yes. but the Cthulhu things don't want them to see aliens, so they make them see something that they can relate to, something from stories, werewolves. Okay. Mm. Yes, so the giant werewolf thing you're fighting, after you gain enough insight, you see what it actually is, and it's this like 
skeletal bare bones like goop monster thing and like <laughs> like areas you've been to before suddenly you could see the giant tentacle monsters just hanging on the side of buildings and stuff like that yeah. and they were there the whole time you just couldn't see them because you were under their spell oh my yeah. gosh josh have you read the bloodborne comics uh, no but i'm not Fucking... done there so Get, you're, you're hold on let me you're, let me go no no no, no, you, no i know no, you're on a no 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 i know you're on a longer okay. tangent so just just for a note here God. you're not describing my worst fear in life yes. okay go ahead it gets worse but go ahead mitch um so the bloodborne Com- i know in the games it's like it's it's very it's a one-off they say like it's like a meta narrative you die over and over and over and you keep coming back what why do you do this hunter or whatever that's 100 percent what the comics are about it's about the hunter. It's about why he keeps dying and why his like urge is so strong for fucking the the foul stench of blood. Yes, it's so tight. Yeah. My urge. So, do you know you know what the deal is with the blood? Mm. Okay, so you're healing yourself throughout the entire game with blood vials. This these blood vials are menstrual blood. Oh. Yeah. Because the whole thing is the whole reason the giant space Cthulhu monsters are here is they're trying to breed a leader for the earth, and they're trying to do that by impregnating a a, a human with uh, their seed. So Jesus. like, yeah. So they're trying to create a hybrid. Stories. <laughs> <laughs> fucking Zeus coming down as a swan, <laughs> all over again. But it, it dude it is fucking bananas the way this game just takes like a huge left turn. Yeah, like that's, that. that's pretty wild. That's pretty wild. Like, yeah, dude, <laughs> I didn't think we were talking about menstrual blood twice in a podcast, but we will talk about it later. Here we so. are. <laughs> Spoilers. Anyway, I'm very excited for Sekiro. It looks um it looks very it looks like they pulled together instead of just trying to make like the slow methodical combat with sort of a vague overarching story. Mm-hmm. They tried to make like a contained game. I don't know if they're gonna make a franchise out of this. I hope not. You hope but not? Like you rather hope- not? I uh, I think they will because I'm pretty sure Dark Souls is done. Yeah, Dark Souls is for sure done. They they said after three was released, like this is the last Souls game. Give I us Bloodborne two from. Depends how good it's gonna be. Like if it does well, they'll probably remake. They'll make another. They'll probably do I a just, trilogy. Like oh man, From Software has such creative writers and such great developers and everything about twisted that team, motherfuckers. Everything about that team is <laughs> is so great, and I hope they can. I hope they can keep building unique games like this. Yeah. If they have to lean on a franchise to be able to do that, I'm I'm supportive of it. But I'm very excited to to play this game and to see what they do after it. <laughs> Man, you guys pay um, attention to games a lot more than I do. <sighs> yeah. JB Division Two, go. Division Two. I played the beta. I I actually liked it. I enjoyed it. Yeah. Um, it felt a lot like Division One, but a little motherfucker, bit motherfucker. You talked me out of getting it. And now you no, like well, it. Well, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna <laughs> buy it at full price. Um, I may wait till it goes on sale. And I may get it. But so, yeah, so, that's so good. Did you play all the way to the end game part of the beta? No, because it it made me fall in love with the cover system again. Yeah, and I was like, if me and JB and all are gonna play through this, I defo don't want to play through the introduction again so i just kind of stopped after like, okay the first well hour. it didn't it didn't do that much so so when you get to the end game you get like these different classes and but like the different classes are, are pretty strange like when you have a grenade launcher when you have a sniper rifle when you have a crossbow i believe mm-hmm. um and i don't know it felt they didn't feel as strong maybe they'll come out with more than that um but those didn't seem that great to me so were there Correct me if I'm wrong. There weren't even classes in the first one. The no. way you would define yourself is by your gear set, right? You you, you define yourself by what you picked, like your abilities. So like I my character and your gear set. So like my character 
would basically shoot from cover with the LMG. But then mm-hmm. if I got flanked, I would uh, I had this thing where I could pull out a shield that I would hold, like a riot shield. Yeah. And I had an ability where I could use a submachine gun while I had that out because of the set pieces I had. And so I would just run around with a submachine gun and shoot them while holding a shield. Yeah, like turtling those motherfuckers. Yeah. Um, So I liked how that was because it was kind of like, hey, you could build your own character and do whatever you want. And so Mm -hmm. I could be that cover machine gunner who throws down ammo and health. And then I could also back up with a shield and kind of just be a tank. You know, right. run th- run through the enemies while blocking all this shit while shooting them with a submachine gun. Uh, that's what I le- really liked about the first one. So I don't know how the second one's gonna do. I mean, it felt good. The the graphics look amazing. The world looks amazing. Uh, the cover system. I'm the graphics good. were a huge step up, honestly. Well, the first one was really good. So I feel like this was about on par, maybe a little bit higher. Not not a ton higher. Not. Yeah. It wasn't a great improvement, but it does look cool. Um, I feel like not having the snow, the look of the snow is what made the other game look so amazing. And not right. having that on this one kind of is kind of a letdown. I, I tell you, while we're on environments, I love the first one because it was yeah. just like it was kind of like a modern day contained like a mini apocalypse. This mm-hmm. one's just like full blown, like the fall of civilization, and I, I'm I'm so tired of that motif. You're so tired. I'm so tired of this. Um, oh, yeah, I mean, no, no, I'm with game, you. Right, overgrown cities and stuff. Yeah, they do have. It's re- I try. I tried to kill so many deer in the game because it was just deer in the city. Yeah, just um, running around. It made me want to play Wildlands again, which I started playing again. Uh, <laughs> it makes me want to play the first one again, honestly. Yeah, well, I'm down to play the first one. I don't know if I have it so probably so. But we'll talk off here. Yeah, we'll talk right now. Um, but yeah, it it, it was fun. I we'll wait and see how it goes because like what my worry is is there stuff to do after I beat the, the finished game? You know, if I'm gonna spend my money, yeah. I want I want to put a lot of time into it because I don't have much money, so. It's a big investment for me, so that's just my get more money. Oh, there we go. I'll make more money. <laughs> um, so that that's my big thing. But it, it's a really good game. I like it. It looks interesting. Uh, the new mechanics—they use a lot of the same abilities from the last one, which kind of is poopy. But they did add a lot of stuff as well, so it should be interesting. Actually, I find the abilities like the seeker mine. I don't like yeah. what they did with it. Now you oh, have really? to designate it to go. To I didn't an area. even do that one. I did. It the, used to be automatic. The, the turret. And uh, the drone. So I didn't even try the secret mine. But there are some new abilities. They still have the shield, um, which I like. So we'll see how it goes. I just, I just, I'm waiting for reviews to come out when people actually finish the game, and then I'll make a decision. And probably it'll be on sale by that time, so I could pick it up cheap. I think it's gonna be the highest rated like AAA game coming out lately. Mm. As far as, as far as that that arena of. Yeah, maybe so. You don't see DMs. Well, I was gonna say Devil May Cry Five, maybe. Yeah. Oh, Devil May Cry's got like near perfect reviews. It's got like yeah. nines and tens across the board. So, boys, here's something. JB, you just mentioned Ooh. having no money. Yes. Uh, I want to talk about the tech race in gaming. Whoa. I want to. I want to know what you boys think about games being designed for the next best machine. Uh, what do you What do you think next gen means, and is it Is it worth marketing? Give me mm. thoughts. Oh, man. Um, so there's a law called Moore's Law. I talk about it all the goddamn time. I don't know if I talk about it on the podcast. but It's Murphy's Law. No, it's not Murphy's Law. I Everyone make that joke that. every time, too. I know. <laughs> the my art effect. It doesn't get old. Um, so that Moore's Law is like the, the, uh, the, the processing power or the memory power of a computer hardware will double without increasing its cost every few months or whatever. Or every <clears> few years. I forget what it is. But... Um, and so I feel like that's slowing down actually at this point. Like, yeah. we're not 
increasing in those big steps and bounds like we used to. So you think we've hit the uh, curve of diminishing returns? Um, yeah, but I feel like there's going to be a, a huge thing that happens next, be it, be it quantum computing or those new fucking, um, um, uh, what's those things called? Shit, I can't think of it. Those new computer parts that are making out of different materials that are just like way faster and can hold a better charge and stuff like that. Um, Quantanium. <laughs> but, uh, I can't think of the name, but they're, they're making these things out of new materials that are a lot better than the materials we're currently using. And so when these things really take off, that's what, I mean, right now we have SSDs. That's a new thing. Um, but like that only can go so bad, so big. With GPUs, we just hit a huge milestone. Like last year with the like the NVIDIA 10 series, they found like a new, cheaper, much more efficient way of uh, making making chips. Yeah, and that's why that's why like the 1080 in the uh, over the 980 was such a huge such graphical a like increase, leap. Yeah, a little cheapness. Yeah, it was a lot cheaper, right? Yeah, it was um, a lot cheaper. Yeah, so so th- that type of stuff will happen. New materials will come out. So I still think like we will increase, but I don't feel like it's going to be the same steps and bounds like it used to be. Like if you look at a game that came out, um, I don't know, ten years ago, and look at a game that came out now, like it's a huge increase. Like how much further can they get? Yeah, but- they have this conversation every time like a new console cycles up too, because <clears throat> everybody likes pointing to the Super Nintendo to the N sixty four. Uh, yeah, we, we've definitely hit, like, uh, we're not seeing, like, such huge graphical leaps as we used to be. Now we're seeing more incremental touches. Like, shit's still, shit's still getting improved a lot. It's just not right in front of you like it used to be. Yeah, I think like, the next... AI is getting better, shadow yes. tracing is getting better, yes. stuff like that. Yeah. A topic I, I especially wanted to bring up is I feel like every time, you know, a next best uh, machine or generation of, of games is, is brought up it's always built around um they sort of bank on on long-running franchises like assassin's creed and call of duty and battlefield which don't really change anything mm-hmm. they just count on people to buy it yeah i feel like the that that sort of marketing towards next gen is i i feel like it's stagnant i don't know if the rest of the, the market does but yeah no it does feel like it's dying out a bit i mean you still yeah. you still have people that love those games that will purchase those games but a lot of people are straying away from them now. I yeah. feel like I don't know if it's true though. I mean, it just may be my personal feelings. I think we'll see a renaissance in that sort of stuff. I think like the the free to play shooter genre is just kind of taking a lot of a lot of people are just casual gamers. I mean, they're not like we we hit a lot of the major releases that come out. Some people buy one or two games or play one or two games a year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I mean, if they're not playing Assassin's Creed, they're probably playing Fortnite or something like that. But once they get tired of that. They may come back to those series. Yeah. Hmm. Um, to touch on your earlier question of like developing for new technology, I don't think that happens. I mean, uh, these guys have like super beefy de- dev computers, and they they develop for the specs they they wish the consumers had, but ultimately they have to develop for console specs because that's where the money yeah. is. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. But sometimes they do PC and console because some consoles aren't some consoles limited to thirty frames per second. Like uh, the no, they're hitting the 60 frame thing with this generation. Next generation is going to be 4K 60 focused. Okay. But the problem yeah. is they 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 have to hit that median, you know? Yeah. yeah. No, I understand. Don't get me wrong. Some developers like, uh, shit, I'm blanking on the name. The Witcher 3 developers. Mitch, hit me with their name. Project. CD Project Red. CD Project Red. Yes. They, they're they like devoted PC uh, people. Yeah. And they I will develop the for like. <laughs> God damn it. Yes, you do. And they, and they will develop for the PC specifically and stuff like that. But not a, not a whole lot of developers get that luxury. So. Yeah. No, so, yeah. I understand. Um, another thing I wanted to bring up is 
in terms of like the shelf life of of these next best new generation machines uh is it is it is it worth it to keep this sort of tech race going because i know like i <laughs> certainly don't have the money to keep buying the next best thing yeah and and but at the same time some of the best games i've played i've been like i don't want to say lower end because they're, they're great games but they've been you know graphically downgraded there's, mm-hmm. maybe there's not as much game but there's some of the better games i've played so you think it's worth it to to try to get those mind blowing graphics or like huge open worlds? If what's what's it all get? What's it all going to mean? Like Anthem just came out; it has both those things. Do you mean from a consumer standpoint or yes. from a development from, standpoint? So I is it worth both. it to you to keep to keep up with the latest like GPU releases and stuff like that? Yeah, like have you played any game that has been marketed for like the best graphics, the best open world? Has it really blown your mind that much? I'll say yes. I mean, when I when I bought my 1080, it was because I mean, before that, I had a a, a low tier GPU, mm-hmm. and I was fine with that because it was still hitting like minimum PS4 graphic levels and stuff yep. like that. And I made the conscious decision, like, no, I this is the best card on the market. I want to get it, and that's what I went for. Yeah. And now, the games I'm playing now look amazing, and they will continue to look amazing for the next five years. But over the next five years, they could look just a little bit more amazing. Yeah. <laughs> and well, I, I'm like I said, it's iterative. We're yeah. in the iterative stage, like ray trace, light ray tracing. So from the development standpoint, it's a chicken and egg situation because video card makers, if they want like game developers to keep pushing shit forward, they have to develop cards that can handle things like ray tracing, and then developers can start developing for them. So. Yeah. I mean, it's not really worth it to get a 2080 now because no game that utilizes it is really going to come out for the next like one or two years. Like there are some games that have partnered with them, but it's really not going to be what it could be in two yeah. years time. Yeah. So I would look at it like when up- upgrading a GPU is like buying a new console, like sit sit on one for like four to five years. Because if you're buying one each time one comes out, the, the difference is going to be negligible and you're going to question why you even did it in the first place. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But if yeah, you give true. yourself like five five years of like letting developers really get good at these new techniques and then upgrading, then you're going to be blown away with like, holy shit. Like, look at like these guys' pupils have light uh, bouncing off of them and there's reflections and stuff like that. You can see this guy's cavity. Look at this guy's fucking, <laughs> look at his mu- individual muscle fibers on his dick. I can see his Achilles tendon. I'm going to cut it. Um, yeah, no, I, I, I think you're right. Um, now, as far as this, like, game quality goes, sometimes the good graphics are amazing. Like, when I first played uh, uh, The Division, I mean, that was, the, that was when I upgraded my graphics card. So when I had my old graphics card, it was like, just like fucking a layer of white i didn't know it was snow is just white shit um <laughs> i don't know it could have been they blew up the marshmallow man from ghostbusters who knows but when i got my new graphics card and i played it just to see that <laughs> when i played it the new graphics card i was like holy shit this looks so amazing but like that that thrill only usually lasts like a month the actual yeah. gameplay that makes the game fun is what keeps you interested in the game in my opinion and so a good fun game will trump graphics most of the times, in my opinion. Well, so, this is true, yeah. yes. And Overwatch looks great on in multiple settings. Yeah. It it all depends on the art direction and the kind of games you go for. I <laughs> I notice this shit and I seek this shit out. This is why upgrading to the, the latest and greatest graphic card, again, when it, when I did, was important to me is because I love third person character action games. And mm-hmm. those games are largely driven by spectacle. Yeah. 
So if you're playing that on low settings and the story is playing and the, the game shooting, like that last Tomb Raider game, yeah, you, uh, you watched me play, Mitch. Yeah. Like if that game didn't look pretty, I probably wouldn't have finished it. Honestly. Yeah. Yeah, I don't so, find those games that enthralling as much as they used to be. I love those games because I could shut my brain off and just have something pretty happen in front of me for like a couple hours at a time. <laughs> That's why you call me over sometimes too, huh? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Where's the joke? That's just facts. <laughs> it's just, it's just facts. Um, I guess one last point I wanted to bring up is um, again the sort of the sort of shelf life of these things. Like G Man, I, I sorry Joshua, we're on the podcast. Yeah. Not in the not in the sex dungeon. You use um, his God given name. At yeah, some point, I'm gonna have to put a disclaimer at the end. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but I guess both of you, like, uh, uh, by the, by the time you guys will be able to upgrade the sort of shelf life of, of your cards has run out and there's this, uh, the next greatest slash affordable thing. I feel like, like people like we, me and like lower, lower or no income, uh, game players will just be seeing now what you're currently seeing. You know, the next generation for, for, for you will mean this current generation for, for, other people trickle down video card economics yeah yeah sure this is, uh, <laughs> i mean the pc the pc space has largely been that for a long time though like people with 1080 are seeing shit that i'm not seeing yeah i mean uh 2080s like that new tr- ray tracing technology i probably won't see that shit until they figure out a way to uh, develop it for older video cards which i doubt's gonna happen mm-hmm. yeah or upgrade my card in like three to four years so that's ju- that's just the way it is like one or two people who decide to upgrade in certain years get certain privileges that the rest of the, the people don't. I mean, it's just, yeah. yeah. I mean, as long as the game runs in a, in a playable sense on the older cards, I, I think that's great. I hate when you get into the, the realm where your video card can't even handle the games you're trying to play. That is when it sucks. That's usually when I upgrade. Yeah. Um, yeah. But uh, I think we've hit like a good, uh, like, stopping i don't want to say stopping point but we're in a good place to where like mitch you've got a 1060 right 1050 yeah uh, well still so you can run games at a pretty decent clip and they still look pretty great right sure i mean games are gonna look that way for a while (laughs) the only thing the only thing they're really adding on to is is like particle effects and shit like that so i mean games could look a little bit nicer for you but i mean you're not really missing out on anything core to the gameplay yeah I suppose, uh, like, uh, going back to your point of, of the sort of improvements being negligible, do you think when they release these things, they should let them breathe for a bit until they have a step big enough to release another thing? No, because, again, people aren't going to develop for technology that's not there. Yeah. So, they, like I said, it's a whole chicken and egg situation. You want developers to push the, com- the industry forward, you've got to give them, yeah. you've got to get tech in the consumer's hands that can handle this stuff. Yeah. So, like, ray tracing isn't big now. It will be in the next year or two. I don't, I don't want to say big, but I mean, there, there are other things that card does besides ray tracing, but this is the kind of thing that marketing teams need to do, need to talk about to get these cards into people's hands. Okay. Like there are other things on those cards that developers are more excited about because I think it, it handles like AI and stuff like that better on the car? somehow or some oh. shit like that. I, I don't know. It, it's got other, it's got other bullet points, more developer yeah. focused, but you know, but as far as like huge leaps and bounds like going from 2d to 3d i don't think we'll ever see something like that again yeah i I hope so going back to shelf life i wish games had a longer shelf life than they have i wish like destiny 2 would be um like you know developed for for like another five years 
rather than them yeah. coming out with a Destiny 3. That's one of the reasons I like League of Legends, because it's like a new League of Legends was just going to be League of Legends. And so yeah. I had that game. They were improving the game, but it was just that game. I, 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 I always hate when it's like, well, I got to buy the new release because everyone that was playing this game now is going to that new release. And I understand that the company is going to make money. That's why I don't hate giving companies money that, that do do those um, incremental changes. But you said doo doo. I'm gonna stop you. Yeah, I'll say doo doo. I'll say I'll say doo doo twice more. Doo doo. I'll but, say this that that's not yeah. a that's not an industry standard. That's company to company. Well, uh, I'll give you I'll give you one guess. What year did you think Rainbow Six Siege came out? 1981. You nailed it. First try. <laughs> I'm gonna pretend like we didn't make a joke because I'm making a serious <laughs> point. That came out in 2015. That game's four years old and is seeing like the highest player count. It's no, I love that. That's amazing. I know some companies do it, but the majority of companies do not. Um, and it's disheartening. I, I wish more companies did do it. So that, that, just, that's one of my things. It's a company So many standard. games come out now. Yeah, it's a normal thing. It's a normal thing. That's what I'm saying. It's it's the norm. It's, it's odd for... You're celebrating this game that did it because it's odd for a game to do it. Right. But I mean, we have to celebrate it because then that may that will push more companies to do it. Hopefully, yeah. No, I'm not. I'm not saying fuck you. You're celebrating, you son of a gun. Yes, you are. <laughs> yes, you are. <laughs> I am personally affronted by this. You're so stupid. Um, no offense. <laughs> anyway, boys, it's a big topic. Thank you for talking with me about it. You're welcome. I love you both. So, is it time for everybody's favorite segment? It's time for review crew. Review Crew, where each week we deploy drones deep within the bowels of Amazon. Find the greatest reviews for Brendan Fraser. We love you. Listen to his pleasure. We still love 30, you, my boy. Come yeah. on 30, sec- 30 seconds of Brendan. How do you guys feel about it? Mm. Still love him. Still, still love so him. good. Oh, wait, wait, wait. I love me more now. I'm just going to oh, purr man. about him. He's so good. <laughs> Sorry, Brendan, but we have to move on. Okay. We'll come we back. Love you, Brendan. Yeah. We'll see you later. So my first reviews on Brendan Fraser. No. <laughs> my first review is for Metley Hills Farm Cereal Marshmallows, one pound. Okay. Dude, it, describe describe this product real quick it's so a, I can say what I want. It's to say. a it's a pound of your favorite marshmallows from your favorite cereal without all that junk shit in your cereal. Just, I didn't know this product existed, and I wanted it ever <laughs> since I was a small child. That's as like, I'm sure many other fat American children did. All right, that's the, every review. We're done, folks. Um, <laughs> the packaging looks like it should be handed to you by the drug dealer. It should be handed to you by an astronaut. Neil Armstrong. An Louis, <laughs> Louis Armstrong. I'm about, to, I'm about to take an entire year's worth of sugar in one fucking spoonful. You think I give two fucks what the package looks like? You're right. I should have thought about that. How stupid a comment that was. That thing's not, those marshmallows aren't even going to leave the bag before I just... I'm going to mash that bag up to those marshmallows or fine powder and just snort <laughs> that shit. I'm going to butt chug that powder. Did y'all know yeah. that the marshmallows that were in Lucky Charms are actually um, dehydrated marshmallows? I didn't know that. I just I just zoomed no, I in on, on, the, on this product and it says these colorful dehydrated marshmallows. So they're being honest about it. Oh, they're, they're being honest about their product. Yeah, they know. You know Menly Farmers doesn't fuck around. 
Yeah. Uh, I also want to say before we start, this is marketed uh, frequently bought together with Haribo gummy bears. So people are really wanna, people are really getting their sugar fix. I just want to fuck everything up real quick. To, yeah. to continue the sentence you were reading, it does make a great addition to any variety of products. It says on the label. So <laughs> I like uh, refrigerate <laughs> after opening if you prefer crunchy marshmallows. Yeah. I prefer I've never considered marshmallows and gummy bears, but now I can't stop considering it. That's all I want to eat. Have you tried putting your marshmallows in the freezer? Just to mix them up. Alright, my first review is from KDF. Gives it five stars. Says, cheaper than divorce. The review says, this saved our marriage. Okay. (laughs) Okay. You've got my attention. Now bring it home, Katie. so much backstory I want to know, Katie. You gotta let me know. Were you or your husband eating all the goddamn marshmallows out of Lucky Charms? And if so, fuck you gotta quit. You gotta quit rimming me with this review and give it to me now, because I'm invested, (laughs) my dude. That's all it is. She doesn't give us any backstory. Yeah. She only tells oh. us, she just tells us the punchline. This saved our marriage. We have to develop the joke. I don't know. I'm assuming someone I'm disappointed. Ate I, was, I was waiting. Man, it's like somebody opened the door and, and, and just <laughs> just left it there wide open. Just left it on the door open while you're pooping. That's the worst. You didn't, didn't walk me through it or anything. Mm-mm. Nope. Katie said, fuck that. I'm, I'm back off board. Fuck you, Katie. <laughs> fuck you, Katie. <laughs> I said we were done with edging on this podcast. <laughs> My next review is from John D. J. Rowe. Gives it five stars. Says my last meal of sentence. So I'm, appearing, I'm, I'm assuming he's <laughs> he's going to trial and might be sentenced to death. Um, he says I have consumed three bags of these and now have type three diabetes. <laughs> Coincidence? I think so. <laughs> Plain out of the sack or sprinkled on healthy high fiber cereal. These little guys make every situation better. <laughs> Gonna be honest, was not expecting the word healthy to pop up <laughs> yeah. anywhere. Don't forget this guy's just flexing on his high fiber <laughs> diet. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> you just use cardboard and these fucking marshmallows. Don't forget I to take keep out that. all the raisins out of my raisin bran and put these little suckers in there, and I've got myself a nice morning treat. Well, He's got true. the anus of a god. He's such a high fiber <laughs> diet. He goes on to say, "Don't forget to keep them out of sight of the little ones, and only bring them out after hours or while they're at school." <laughs> he doesn't want to share them all with right. his kids. Oh, kids. I thought he was just racist against me. Oh, he just hates little people. <laughs> Why did he go to school? That's what I thought, too. I'm glad we cleared he that up. He never said children. <laughs> I've seen a lot of people who don't like the cereal part of Lucky Charms. I kind of like it. I like Yeah, I know, cereal. right? There's a lot of people yeah. who are just like, fuck the cereal. I just love the marshmallows. And I'm like, why I mean, have you been my, buying this cereal all these my, days? My favorite part about uh, my favorite Captain Crunch is like the original, no crunch berries. Oh, I would really? I would buy Lucky Charms just the oat cereal. Hell yeah. You know those are supposed to be in the shape of barrels, like on a pirate ship. Holy Crunch shit. I thought they were uh, little soft pillows for my I could top of Yeah, mine. I thought they were pillows too. I could have gone my whole life without knowing that. And you've cursed <laughs> me with this knowledge, Josh. Thank you. <laughs> you ruined it. <laughs> I was today years old when I realized uh, <laughs> thank you. pillows have nothing to do with pirates. Yeah, you're right. I mean, just the cap and crunch without the crunch berry is pretty good. Yeah, I think it was. Um Fucking cookie, Chris. God damn. All right. Um, I've never had those ever. Really? Oh, shit. You, uh, all right. Let's pause the podcast. You go get some cookie. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to run to the store and get some cookie, Chris. My next review is from Shia241. Uh, four star review. Buy these. No, don't, or do. Fucking cookie. Okay. Thank you. Thanks, Shia. <laughs> he goes or she goes on to say, delicious. Worst thing I've ever ordered. 
which I'm just like, what? I'm puzzled at this moment. Lost about two years of lifespan. I love them. She is just really back and forth, really polar. I don't know what you're saying, but I'm going to buy them and eat them. Lose two years of my life. Real. I'm going to do more than that, too. <laughs> I like the ambiguity, too. Yes. Buy them or don't. No, I don't care. Um, Can I read one from Dave Crockett? You do it. Uh, he says three stars, and the and the title of this is Price. So, it was that, I guess. And he says, I thought these were great until I noticed they come with a bunch of powder at the bottom of the bag. So, he basically just slammed the best part about buying this. That's the part you snort. God damn it. I'm not, yeah, I'm not even going to read. He forgot to type and no straw. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Had to roll up my own 20 like an idiot. Um, fuck him. He doesn't deserve to have the rest of his comment read. Let's, yeah, fuck him. Let's hear fuck about you, Dave Crockett. Sanal B gives it one star. Not magically delicious. I love the marshmallows <laughs> on Lucky Charms. My kids get really upset when they see no marshmallows in their Lucky Charms because mommy ate them all. <laughs> <laughs> so after reading the reviews, I thought this was the answer to all our marshmallow problems. But these, these taste nothing like the Lucky Charms marshmallows. They have a strange aftertaste. Almost bitter. And they are harder than the Lucky Charms marshmallows. Oh, well. Hold up. What? No. What the fuck was that accent you tried injecting right there? <laughs> they're know. bitter. They're, they're bitter. bitter when they're bitter. You don't try and walk away. You don't drop that deuce and walk away from it. No, sir. That's butter how- is butter <laughs> is better when it's bitter. Butter is better when it's bitter. <laughs> Soon as vocal warm ups. <laughs> she goes on to say, "Oh well, mommy has to curb the marshmallow habit." <laughs> <laughs> Mommy's got a few more issues than just eating too many Lucky Charms. <laughs> she needs her Lucky Charms. So she's recognized enough of a problem to where she thinks she has to supplement it by <laughs> going to an outside source. Yes. She has and then is disappointed in them for not helping her with her fucking marshmallow schemes. <laughs> <Yes>. Marshmallow heists. <laughs> So I, my next review, Rodney Lewis, five, five stars is exactly what I hope for. I just want to read the first line. Four years, in parentheses, more than four. I had dreamed that, I had dreamed that there was such a product, never knowing that there actually was. <laughs> a man after my own heart. He was like, I took the noose off my God. neck and I bought back these fuckers. <laughs> I thought I thought it was all downhill, but it's not. I slowly clicked the hammer back to its resting <laughs> position and pulled the barrel out of my mouth. Walked over to the computer and hit one click buy. I was about half a crunch through that cyanide pill, and then I scrolled past this. <laughs> I like to think that Rodney was trying to develop his own dehydrated marshmallows for four years. And she's like, I can't get it right. Yeah. <laughs> it's in a lab. Just fucking can't get them to taste like the like Jarns ones. Oh, Holy just shit! Wrong. Just suck the air out of them, Rodney. Not <laughs> the straw. That's the all it is. <laughs> just put them under a vacuum, Rodney. Yeah, Rodney. What are you doing? What are you doing, July? Eat some more. Just let them out in the sun, Rodney. You think I haven't thought of that? <laughs> Now my vacuum cleaner's full of marshmallows. Just put them in a thing of rice, Rodney. What are you thinking of rice? Just put in some rice. Just put it in he some put it, rice. He put it in rice and now his cell phone's working again somehow. <laughs> put some marshmallow and rice from his pocket. Ding. What the fuck? <laughs> this phone hasn't worked in three years. I don't know why I even still carried it. Here we are. He goes 
to a wedding and the single piece of rice goes in his pocket. <laughs> <laughs> his phone. Oh boy. What would you what would you do if someone like jumped out of a pool and they just fucking pulled a jar of rice from their pocket and started <laughs> drinking gulp by gulp? <laughs> Rodney, what are you doing? I'm drying off. What are you doing? <laughs> Somehow oh, I think boy. that's the plot of like the emoji movie too. Here, give me your cell phone. Give me <laughs> your cell phone. Movie too. Yeah, I'm gonna throw it in the water, but I got rice on me. I got, I got rice right here. I got rice fine. on me. <laughs> don't worry, dog. Just starts tossing rice into the pool. <laughs> I don't even worry about all that water. I got rice right here. I got. My name's Rodney. I got rice for days. Don't worry about it. Oh, I'm Uncle Rodney. I have all this rice. <laughs> He's trying to enjoy a nice, cool bottle of water, and somebody <laughs> just perched a bag of rice starts walking to him. Back the fuck up, sir! <laughs> oh, God, it's Rodney. I finish my jog, it's hydrate time. <laughs> You're not going to stop me from getting this sweet, sweet water. Uh, I have a very short and sweet one from Lexa. Do it. Uh, crack. It, it, it wasn't, it wasn't, the, it wasn't the, the review that made me laugh. It was my own dumb brain that made the joke. Alexa says three stars, eat fast. And I'm imagining she posted this just shoveling these marshmallows in her face. <laughs> you gotta, you gotta get them down. Was she the former marketing manager for Subway? Probably. Eat, <laughs> eat fast. No, it's eat fresh, Alexa. Fuck this, eat fast. Eat that's what else. happens. That's what happens when you peak too fast. Yeah. You just try and recapture that glory and you just can't quite get it. Her first one was eat or else, and they almost ran with it. <laughs> Eat or eat, die? No, two P Diddy. Eat, um, eat good. No, no, no. Eat great. Eat question mark. <laughs> eat, eat. Eat bitter. Eat food. Um, all right. Eat these fucking sandwiches. <laughs> eat these fucking marshmallows. Eat these fucking sandwiches. <laughs> I would totally if, if Jimmy John's changed their slogan to "Eat these fucking sandwiches tomorrow," I would be their best customer. Eat one inch. Eat one foot of sandwiches. Jab this in your fuck hole. <laughs> hey, I'm Papa John's idiot. for Papa John's pizza. Eat these fucking pizzas. <laughs> hey, you piece of shit. Eat. Slang words for races. Races I can't stand. I, I think he left my pizza. Papa John's at this point actually. So he did. I think he's actually suing the company that is, that is named after him now. I'm a suit. They're gonna be Papa. Do you think Papa John. They hired, hired another John. Do you think all Johns are racist? <laughs> no, we can't, think, we can't. We can't. We can't hire think another John. All Johns John. are racist. racist, but I think all racists are Johns. <laughs> Implication the wrong way. <laughs> we can't hire another Papa John. They're all racist. What about a mother John? What if he's not a father? <laughs> yeah, that's a better one. Just scrambling to find another John. He doesn't have no any math. Just doesn't work out. I'm sorry. As soon as we start calling him John, he'll be a ra- he'll be a racist. What about what about Jonathan's? Can we do Jonathan's? Are they okay? Oh man, not to go into uh, crazy of a tangent, but you know that's not the first instant of like the face of a company like hating the company that's named after him. Like Colonel uh, from yeah. KFC could not fucking stand KFC. Yep, that's like the Burger King when he started to hate. Burger he used King. He used to ride around in his in his uh in his white tuxedo, knowing that people recognized him from all those promotions, and talk about how fucking disgusting the chicken was because really? they they butchered his recipe to mass produce it. <laughs> like he would actively go to restaurants dressed as the Colonel. 
and he would order a piece of chicken, take a bite of it at the counter, complain that it tasted like shit to the cashier, and when they would be like, who the fuck do you think you are, he would point at his picture on the wall. I'm Colonel motherfucking Sanders. <laughs> Why and then he would turn and announce the original recipe to any customer in the place willing to... Willing Can you to imagine being in a KFC when that happened? <laughs> that would be <laughs> fucking baller, fucking right? I think like... I would have an out-of-body experience. I think uh, I would. I think I would go give that guy a blowjob in his car. Yeah, right then and I there. think I would have it in his body experience. <laughs> <laughs> Could you imagine going up to KFC and just be like, "I'll have one piece of chicken, sir." <laughs> just hit no bucket, no paper. Just give it to me. A simple single. That's piece how they used to sell it in the 1920s. <laughs> like, it'd be like just sitting down with a Big Mac and Ronald McDonald slapping that fucker out of your hands. <laughs> That's not a burger. You're Dumb gonna eat shit. that shit. Rubble, rubble, you son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna eat that garbage in between buns come eat fast eat fast eat fast yeah i went to wendy's and there was like a pigtailed redheaded girl just taking a shit on the fryer <laughs> anyway i'm not getting frosties i don't think anymore <laughs> i went to burger king and there's this fast food monarch just beating the fuck out of the <laughs> young cashier monarch. trevor trevor was getting his his, his clock rocked <laughs> oh boy there there was not a bell that did go unrung <laughs> alright we're not talking about marshmallows anymore <laughs> uh, I know but I like the world we've created <laughs> alright <clears throat> so my next item in um, I don't know a celebration of women's day is the BIC for her retractable ballpoint pen Congratulations, women. You can finally write in pen. <laughs> you got your own pen. It took all this time. We're Dis- so sorry. Yes. Disclaimer, we're about to make a lot of goofs. Just be sure. <laughs> we 100% fully support women and their struggles, and we love the hell out of you girls. Their struggles to write. Uh, so let me go down the bullet point for the, first, damn it, for the stats on these fucking pens. <laughs> um, so easy glide ink technology for beautiful, smooth writing. That's nice. Sleek pen silhouette and jeweled accents add style. Okay, that's glorious. Soft contour grip for all day comfort if you ladies have to write all day. It's a medium point, which is 1.0 millimeter. And then the last point is just for her. Men, get the <laughs> fuck out of this page. <laughs> Before we touch on the ridiculousness of that last bullet point, I will say all of these words are like in every female marketing. <laughs> campaign ever like you you could have just described a razor like a female razor to me i'd I'd like to i'd like to uh, put a disclaimer if you're if you're a man or just not a woman uh if you touch these pens your hand will melt and you will die (laughs) you will be you will be cursed and you're gonna die if you're not a woman you touch these pens because they're just for her my cousin knew a guy that happened to Mm -hmm. yeah my cousin knew your cousin who knew a guy that happened to i knew a cousin that's it. Yeah, he picked it up in his left <laughs> hand, but I hear he's all right now. I'll <laughs> yeah. see you guys later. You better, you better, you better cut it the fuck out. That's a great. We're talking about pens for women. You can't yes. make jokes. You're right. This is serious business. <laughs> this is really. Yeah. All right, JB, hit me with the all first right. misogynist. Carrie Loose gives it five stars. Better than Calgon. I don't know what the fuck Calgon is. Oh, Calgon was that that shampoo from back in the day. It was like Calgon, take me away. I never heard you remember that. those commercials? No. <laughs> I guess I'm the only kid raised by television. I'll see. All right, continue. Uh, these pens make me feel so feminine and desirable. I can barely keep the men away when I'm holding one of these in my dainty hand. My husband has started to take fencing lessons just to keep the men away. <laughs> I used to say, 
I hate texting people because sarcasm doesn't go through in, in text. <laughs> yes. Carrie Lou, thank you for proving me wrong. Yes. Thank you. All. I like, um, oh, what was I going to say? Shit, I forgot. <laughs> I would love to find out that she was being 100% legit. Like, all of that shit was it's, factual. Oh, that's what it, it's like Axe body spray, but for women. That's what these pens are. Yeah. Yeah. Like, Carrie Lou just gets hot and bothered every time one of these pins <laughs> caresses her fingers. Caress me down. And, her, poor, and her, her husband has become fencing champion of the, the local cul-de-sac. Can I can I read one from Jen LG? You do it, friend. Uh, she says, one star. Now girls can learn to write, too. <laughs> <laughs> she can go on to say, when I heard about your product, being a typical over-emotional over woman, I was moved to tears. I can finally learn to write like all the big, strong boys. <laughs> I used to get so frustrated and upset when I used to, when I tried to use confusing man pens, but maybe I just was PMSing. Every time I tried to write with a man, every time I tried to write with my with a man pen, my lady parts would jump in the way and prevent me from using it successfully. Once in a while, I managed to scribble out a few words, but they mostly came out as hunting, sports, and masculinity. If anyone could explain those words to me, I'd appreciate it. Now that I have a big pen for her, I'm able to write words like cooking, cleaning, and having children. I am so relieved. <laughs> I am so relieved I am able to write words for women now. Maybe someday I'll even oh. be able to use my pen for her to fill out a voting ballot. Just kidding. I know my place. Thank you, Janelle. <laughs> Thank you I so much. I love these reviews. They're so amazing. I like to think a lot of people think women's suffrage ended when they got their right to vote. I'm pretty sure Bick just ended it for real. Bick just time. ended it. <laughs> It's uh, like that guy on, on Twitter who said, stop racism. Why didn't we listen? Why didn't shit. we listen? <laughs> Wait, somebody said that on Twitter? Yeah. What the fuck are we doing? Why are we still racist? <laughs> what are we, what are we uh, speak for yourself there, big dog. <laughs> I, I, I'm not. I meant, the, Jesus, I meant the world in general. Oh, yeah. man. Did Tina Fey like, write all these reviews? These are, these are some dude, funny these are fucking, fucking reviews. Amazing dude. reviews from these women. <laughs> All right, Erica Conroy gives it four stars. And Tyler's it four stars. Good title. Uh, the lady pen writes beautifully. My only complaint is that once a month it leaks out some ink. <laughs> <laughs> if I put it next to the chocolate, it writes better. <laughs> um, oh, shit, dude. I'm getting the laugh sweats. Dr. Tan gives it three stars and titles her review Caution. She has a verified purchase, so you know it's good. Uh, careful, these are not safe for lesbians and could straighten you out. They come with retractable balls and easy glide technology. <laughs> uh, Karen gives it five stars. I no longer need feminism. Since discovering these pens, my urges for radical feminism have ceased. Now that I and my fellow sisters have our very own pens, who needs equal pay bodily autonomy or to be treated more like... Oh, or to be treated like more, I'm more than a baby factory of fabulous legs. There's a pen for all of us. We've made it. <laughs> We've made it. Congratulations, we made everybody. It. <laughs> um, so I have one from Dr. Tan. It says three stars. Caution. It says, careful. These are not safe for lesbians and could straighten you out. <laughs> I, just, I just did that one. <laughs> <laughs> Oh boy! You, wait, you read that one? Yes. Did you? <laughs> yes. Did it cut out? Sorry, I think it. we were both so distracted. Oh, okay, it's fine. <laughs> Do it again. It's just like whenever we were the, the reason I haven't released the Chuck Tingle thing. Yeah. We all literally repeated the same title <laughs> over each and over one again. turn. <laughs> yeah. yeah, because we were so enthralled with what we were seeing. 
Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna stop reading. I'm just gonna trust you boys. I have one from Paula M, and it says next to his name, he's a top 1,000 reviewer. Oh, yeah, do that one, do that one. Oh, he says, five stars, where will it end? And he says, <laughs> so now they have their own pens. Next thing, they will be owning property, voting, and talking back. Where will it end? <laughs> <laughs> I assume he's talking about Bic. And one of the comments is, OMG, funny. <laughs> so, this is, so there's that. This is why he's a top 1,000. Top 1,000, just wicked sexist. Well, I got one from Dr. Tan. <laughs> Careful, these are not safe. <laughs> Sorry, I had to do it. Alright, this one from Jenny. Three stars. Thanks, God. A pin just for me. Thank the good Lord for the lady picks. Before there was a pin just for me, I had a lot of trouble writing all the things a girl needs to write down, like my initials, plus the boys I like's initials, and doodles of hearts and flowers. <laughs> <laughs> Man, pens stubbornly insisted on writing things like legal briefs and other boring man stuff, which caused me to become a lawyer, entirely forgetting my proper place in society. <laughs> Jesus. Now I get to draw graffiti all over the glass ceiling. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. That's a good one. Is C. Thompson the closer? Uh, no, Pen- Penelope Fish is the closer. You can do C. Right, Thompson. Do you do C. Thompson already? I don't know. One star, something is wrong with these knitting needles. No, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> I bought these knitting needles because I love the colors purple and pink. Parentheses. I mean, obviously, I'm a woman. Parentheses, ampersand. I needed to finish knitting an entire new wardrobe for my husband and 12 children. For some reason, the ends are broken and they make a clicking sound when you push them. Then the, then the silver thing comes out of the other end and it gets black marks all over my yarn. My yarn. My yarn. It's a good thing that. As a woman, I know how to remove literally any type of stain, so I was able to launder my yarn back to perfection. <laughs> God damn it. Obviously, if I had the ability to operate a car on my own, I would immediately take this back to the store and return them. But my husband isn't home, and I'm already late getting dinner up to the table. Oh my God. I just hope he isn't cross with me. I'm not supposed to use the interwebs without his help. Jesus <laughs> Christ. One star. <laughs> One star. Right. 59 people found this helpful. Oh, so many of you will find him helpful. Um... So my last review is from Penelope Fish. Five stars. I am so happy that I can finally have a pen for my dot dot dot. I am so happy that I can finally have a pen for my small, delicate lady hands. I recently learned to read and write, so this would be the perfect for writing down recipes. Usually my husband slaps my hand away when I even hover close to his regular men pens. <laughs> so when, go on now. So, yeah, so, yeah, come on. So when I heard about these pens coming, I was absolutely delighted. I asked for some extra pocket money and was was probably the best money I'd ever spent. Well, the money I have only ever spent since cooking and cleaning for my macho husband are a full-time job. Or 10 out of 10, Dubai, smiley face. <laughs> what? I'm, what? I know, oh, I know. Dubai. I thought you were saying Dubai. Dubai no, as no, the, no, not Dubai. <laughs> like, country. Dubai. No, that whole review Dubai. is a sleep rage and activation. <laughs> Oscar, Tango, Foxtrot, Dubai. You've been... You've been activated. Whiskey, whiskey, tango, foxtrot. Let's do it. I'm trying to. I'm trying to think in in the in the satirical fiction of these reviews. What is a man pen? <laughs> uh, every other what pen. You, every other pen. But these big lady. I pens. was imagining like it it's takes got an, five o'clock shadow. It takes an entire tree <laughs> to make a man pen. <laughs> like the top of the pen's got like just part of an ass crack hanging out. <laughs> it's got spikes all on it. It's got truck nuts on the pen. I can try more tattoos. Pen nuts. No, no, it's still truck nuts. They're the same size. <laughs> it's, it's, 
it's dual ball points. So there's two balls when you fucking click it out. Dude, you can only write with it if you're bicep curling. <laughs> I can't read these invoices. They're just straight lines up and down. I know. Nice. Can't you read my nice. man writing? Oh man. Uh, join us next ne- next week where we where we review the lady witch, the man witch for her. <laughs> my man witch. Or the hungry lady. The hungry, the hungry man for lady. Her. Dainty foods for a dainty <laughs> lady. Dainty food. Uh, who was the fucking genius that came up with big for her? <laughs> fucking marketing asshole it, it was it was victor for her uh, yeah, that's it. so apparently like uh the way someone marathon madman and got the complete <laughs> wrong message from it so the reason there's so many like um sarcastic reviews in this is because ellen talked about it on her show uh, and people swarmed in and wrote a bunch of sarcastic reviews they just like review bombed it yeah but it's funny as fuck so whatever but that's why there's so many funny ones. hey ellen not a fan of your comedy but happy international women's day yeah Come on our podcast. Hey, that's right, Ellen. You're a woman. Celebrate it. <laughs> come on, come on the podcast. Ellen DeGeneres, come on our podcast. Yeah. We'll Bring g- Oprah. We'll give you a free pin. Bring Oprah. <laughs> Bring Oprah. <laughs> Bring Oprah with you. And Dr. Phil. You get a pin, and you get a pin? No, nope. Dr. Phil's not a no woman. No pin for Dr. Phil. He gets a man pen with, with truck balls. <laughs> with truck yeah. balls on it. Dr. Phil gets a slap in his dumb, mustachioed face. <laughs> Now this pen is not for me. <laughs> That's a pretty good one. Now this pen has been misbehaving in my big man hands. <laughs> I might have to put this pen in its place. Hi, I'm Dr. Phil. I've got big man hands. Are the pens any talking? smaller than normal pens? They're not, right? Oh, you he pulls, bet a, he not. pulls a pen out longer than his mustache from his mustache. <laughs> <laughs> Like for thirty minutes, they keep truck going. nuts. He's got like five sets of truck nuts on it. Five. Sets of truck. It he's just got keeps those, going. He's got those mud flaps with the silhouette of the naked lady on it. Oh god! <laughs> and Yosemite Sam. Yosemite yeah. Sam on the front, naked lady. Says right back off. Back off. <laughs> Hold back on, off. I'm a coming. Just still pulling for like five minutes. Doctor Phil, how co- long is your arm? I know, right? <laughs> It's a ma- It's a big arms for man. <laughs> man, bitch. I got it from my local staples. It can also shoot a bullet. <laughs> the the key is to if to get arms this long, not be a human, but be a hell spawn and, and <laughs> serve our Lord and Savior, the devil. My big man hands knows how to, knows how to they knows how to throw a tomahawk and pour a perfect beer. <laughs> I tried to summon Santa. I, I, want, I just want a shirt that says Doctor Phil and in quotation mark. They knows how. They knows <laughs> they how to. <laughs> they knows how. They knows how. That starter wasn't intentional, but I do think it made my joke funnier. I do like to imagine Doctor Phil just starts every sentence. So they knows house to. <laughs> they knows house. They knows. They knows house to. Hey, I'm Doctor Phil, and they knows house to. Doctor Phil's getting more and more hickish as we go. <laughs> He's from Texas. It's okay. Ah, oh, Doctor Phil, you're good talking. I'm a big strong Phil. So you saying the audience is a bunch of hoes? <laughs> You think Dr. Phil and Steve Harvey hang out and compare mustaches? All the time. 
Okay, I think they cool. kiss, and when their mustaches meet, stars are born. <laughs> that's how. No, shut up. That's how China's making a mini sun. <laughs> What's up, everybody? It's me again. Just wanted to humbly ask you, if you're enjoying the show, be sure to tell your friends about us so we can continue to grow. And um, make sure to follow us on Twitter, at Here's Something One, for any podcast-related updates we have coming out. To see us be idiots while playing video games, make sure to follow me on Twitch at twitch.tv slash Jones and on Twitter at Jones. But from our Twitch page, you can find a link to our Discord and just be inundated with our stupidity 24-7. Well, thanks for listening. We'll see you again next week.